Welcome to the Narrowing Path, walking the spiritual walk. My name is Stephen Anderson. Thank you all for joining me again tonight as we go through and do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations. What I relate to about the reading, as this will be the first time that I hear it or read it right here on this podcast with you. So, definitely always a privilege to be able to do this. And I can't believe that in some ways it feels like it's been long, long year, but when I really think back to it, it goes so fast. We're already on episode, uh, what is it, 347, meaning that we're, we only have 19 left. Yeah, 19 after this one. Because I did uh, February 29th. For anyone that wants to actually listen to this at a different year, wants to follow along with that one, want to make sure it was there and available. Especially next year. Next year is actually a leap year, so I included it. But So here we go. Let's go ahead. Let's do December 12th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Love broadens and expands the mind of a man until it embraces in its kindly folds all mankind without distraction distinction excuse me the way of love is the way of life immortal life and the beginning of that way consists in getting rid of our carpings quarrelings fault findings and suspicions if we are to grow in love we must begin at the beginning remove from our minds all mean and suspicious thoughts about our fellow workers and fellow men. We must learn to treat them with heart, large-hearted freedom and to perceive the right reason for their actions, to excuse them on grounds of personal right and personal freedom when their opinions, methods, or actions are contrary to us. Thus shall we come at last to love them with that love of which St. Paul speaks. Love that is permanent principle. He who has love of whatsoever creed or none is enlightened with the light of truth. Another one, just another great one. Uh, When we talk about love, it's It's hard not to like the reading, right? It's hard to find fault with the reading. I don't know if I've ever found fault with any of these readings, to be fair. I pretty much have accepted James Allen's words as truth. So I don't know if I've found a single thing I've necessarily disagreed with here. But all of them about love are hard not to have as your favorite, my favorite. You know, it's because it's such an important topic. And when he talks about it here, we're talking about the growth and like what we actually have to rid ourselves of, what it looks like, you know. It's pretty awesome, actually. This is a really, it's one that it's gonna, it feels good to let sink in a little bit, I bet. So let's get through this one by one. Love broadens and expands the mind of a man until it embraces in its kindly folds all 
mankind without distinction or distraction. That's the word I said first last time. So, um, but without distinction, meaning without a, a specific kind of love for this person and then that person and that person and that person and that person. It is an all enveloping love. It is a complete A complete and unbiased love. Which was hard for me to grasp the concept of. So thank God he talks about it a little bit here. And he references it many times in his readings or in his books. So all mankind without distinction. Remember that. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've been doing, anything like that. All mankind without distinction. The way of love is the way of life, immortal life. And the beginning of that way consists of getting rid of our carpings, quarrels, quarrelings, fault findings, and suspicions. So all of our negative thinking about other people, all of our aggression, all of our fight, all of our argument, we have to get rid of it. All of our um, self, all of our attachment to our own opinions needs to go. We, we cannot define ourselves by our opinions anymore. I am a soul. I am a spirit. Just driving this body, living by spiritual principle. I do. I have perspective and opinions, but be, them being wrong or undeveloped, maybe doesn't mean I'm a bad person. I used to take it so personally when someone disagreed with me. Sorry, I'm just reflecting for a minute. We have to get rid of our... I'm going to look up carpines real quick just to make sure I know what we're talking about here. Persistent, petty, and unjustified criticism. Oh, wow. Okay. Persistent, petty, and unjustified criticism. That goes on a lot today. That goes on so much today. I used to be that guy, just like nitpicking, you know, just splitting hairs, just. But trying to make everyone else miserable and code it in laughter. Because I wanted to bring everyone down to where I was, you know. Heaven forbid I actually tried to come up to their level. I wanted everyone to sink to mine because I didn't think it was possible for me to rise. So we have to get rid of that. Then our quarrelings, our fighting, our fault finding, or you know that people call this making a case, taking someone else's inventory. And then our suspicions, you know, just paranoia even would fall into that category. It's pretty all of our judgments and all of our negative qualities about interacting with other people have to go. If we were to grow, if we are to grow in love, we must begin at the beginning. That's usually a good place to begin. 
Not trying to be funny, but that's where I usually like to start. And remove from our minds all mean and suspicious thoughts about our fellow workers and fellow men. We must learn to treat them with large-hearted freedom and to perceive the right reason for their actions. To excuse them on grounds of personal right and personal freedom when their opinions, methods, or actions are contrary to us. So this is a beautiful one, right? We have to think everyone's... We have to stop thinking that everyone's out to get us and give people the benefit of the doubt. We still have to be aware of what happens in this world and people will take advantage of us, but we have to know it's not about me. That's their problem. That's their issue. That's what drives a person to be that way. What drives someone to take advantage of another human being that's just trying to help them, right? It's like These are the questions I never asked before with seeking an honest answer. I just like to play in the victim. So when we learn to treat our fellow men and fellow workers with large-hearted freedom, so a loving heart, and the understanding that each person is themselves, is their own individuals, and it's not my job to control or influence somebody to act differently than who they are or where they're at. Large-hearted freedom and to perceive the right reason for their actions. So, not just trying to find the negative undercurrent that might or might not exist. Not trying to understand how they're trying to manipulate you or get you some, get something out of you. But maybe make the jump that they genuinely wanted to help. Genuinely wanted to do something. I know it's a scary place to be because God knows I never did that for the first 29, 30 years of my life. Perceive the right reason for their actions. And it, and per, to excuse them on personal... I'm sorry, I screwed that whole thing up. To excuse them on grounds of personal right and personal freedom. I don't like this one because I think I'm right. And I think I know what everyone else should do because it serves me. So therefore, I'm right. That's what I think sometimes. More often than I'd like to admit, probably. But this is what this, that perspective and that behavior is what this is directly talking about. The opposite of, actually, I should say. Excuse them on the grounds of personal right and personal freedom. So they're an individual. They're not an extension of me. They're not a reflection of me. They're not my responsibility. Personal right and personal freedom when their opinions, methods, and actions are contrary to us. When they don't line up with what we want them to line up with or when, or just me, myself in general. When they aren't acting and behaving or taking the steps that I believe that they should. You know, I have to understand everybody's journey is their own. Everyone's perspective is their own and everybody's Way of living is wrong. It doesn't have much to do with me. If I, my opinion is different, it usually has to do with me. 
when I can detach from my opinions, then I can actually see a person lovingly instead of an attack on me. Thus shall we come at last to love them with that love of which St. Paul speaks, a love that is permanent, permanent principle. So coming from love, every single interaction we do, every thought we take, come from love, a love that is permanent principle. So, 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 so important. Now the ending line for today, he who has love of whatsoever creed or, or none is enlightened with the light of truth. Big statement there. It's not religion. It's not a belief system that gives a person love. There's no monopoly on love. There's no right way to discover that love is the right way to go. But if you have found love, you have love in your heart and in your soul, and you do take loving actions and have loving thoughts, it, whatsoever creed or none, you are enlightened with the light of truth. Powerful statement there, bold statement, something to think about there. Because I still believe religion's man-made. So it has its own failings. Though there's a lot of great stuff you can pull from religion too. So, but there we go. That is December 12th reading. And it's about love. It's about love. So thank you all for joining me again tonight though. I truly do appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So until next time, thanks.